Matt Moscona. I'm very important. After further review. Say one more time. After further review with Matt Moscona. And here we go. Live from the Mercedes-Benz of Baton Rouge Studios. Riot Radio Hour. Let's do that again. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Lisa, I want some more. The Riot Radio Hour, presented by ProCharge EV. Call 225-397-4593 or go to ProChargeEV.com. Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Let me find out that ain't your real booty meat. Let me find out your old man selling bricks. Let me find out your old man turn snitch. Let me find out your old man wear sandals. Let me find out he watched a Lifetime channel. Let me find out you got seven, eight churns. Let me find out you riding around with Welcome aboard. Glad you're with us. AFR presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. I'm Matt. Hey, shut up, kid. Paul O'Neill. They're chanting Paul O'Neill's name. Glad you are as well. Five o'clock quitting time. Glad you're driving home with us. Um, final weekend of a full weekend of college football. I guess this counts as a full weekend. Yeah, it does. Um, there's only ten games. That's all we but, pick. Yeah, that is true. Uh, it's championship weekend. There are ten conference championship games this weekend, and uh, we're going to pick them. We were going to end uh, the pick them last week but decided to extend it one more week because you're losing badly and you wanted a chance to still win. Pauly, can we check the uh, the most up-to-date standings after last week? Here we go. All right, Scone last week. How about that? Nine and one last week. And Mr. The Riot went two and eight. So, Pauly, is my math right? I don't even think he can catch me now. Mm-mm. Can he? Mm-mm. So... Not if you do two games, no. Mm-mm. So Scone is ninety and forty-five on the year. Mister the Riot seventy-six and fifty-nine. Woo! That stinks. Oh, a rough week. Boy, last that week. stings a little yeah. bit. What was the one I got wrong, Polly? I don't remember offhand. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. Uh, dynamite. No, but real in all seriousness, you did a great job of keeping up with the yep. graphic all year. Yep. Uh, for those who are listening and not watching, Polly does this big graphic. Um, for our show, which is on YouTube and on uh, WBTR in Baton Rouge, and it's got all the celebrity guest picker standings. So Russ Mitchell uh, wins the um, the celebrity guest picker uh, award. He was nine and one back in week four, and the only reason he was nine and one, not ten and zero, is he refused to pick Texas A and M. Uh, he just wouldn't pick the Aggies. Just principle on principle. Yeah. Um, Neil Weiner. Went seven and two. Boy, Neil. Boy, did only nine games that week. But uh, Mincy was seven and three, as were Alex Lang. Erica uh, was seven and three in her week. Michael Anderson uh, was seven and three. He's here with us last week. Uh, He of um, uh, Boot Up Customs. Michael Anderson went seven and three. Cecil Collins was six and four. The Diesel. Stanford Steve was six and four. I don't know why. Oh, Beck. Beck. Beck was. (laughs) So Jacob Beck who's the video producer for Hunt, was filling in one Friday when Paul wasn't here. 
Terrio didn't get a guest picker, and so we just let Beck be the celebrity. Yeah, he did a good job. <laughs> it was six and four. Uh, Tony Larusa, all the way back in week one, went five and four, bringing up the rear. Fred Smoot at four and six. Well, of course he is because he's a Mississippi State yep. Bulldog, and that's what they do. They finish last in everything. Mm -hmm. So dynamite, dynamite job there, Smoot. All right. Um, do you want to pick the games anyway? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Can Hit we make them the worth uh, two? No, we cannot do that at all. So you lose, I win. But we'll pick the games anyway. Go ahead, Alondra. Hit us with the music if you would. Uh, ten games here for the college football weekend. It is championship weekend. And I, there are some intriguing games, as you would expect. I mean, you're talking about conference championships here. So you have good teams playing in meaningful games. Only one, two games have a really outsized spread. The, the Big Ten Championship and then uh, the Big 12 Championship with Texas is a 15-point favorite over Oklahoma. But all the other spreads are, are relatively close. So, okay. all right, let's start it uh, in, in 54 minutes from right now. Are you smelling that candle? The voodoo candle? It smells like voodoo. Let me see if I smell it. You know, I don't smell anything. I don't smell anything. I lost my smell. Uh, it's weird. Some things I can smell. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, it's so weird because like, smell if I... farts. No, no fart. No. How weird is that? Hmm. I worry about that sometimes because, you know, like sometimes you're in a place you crop dust. Yeah. Like, I don't know if when I crop dust, it smells. I have no idea. Seriously. So um, people it, could. But you want it to smell when you're crop dusting people. I guess. Don't you? Sometimes you got to let one leak out. And I'm like, I don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea. Anyway, uh, but th there's a great, like, I've learned this. If you have, not that I would ever encourage anyone to want to lose one of your senses, but if you had to lose one of the senses, the one to lose is smell. Really? There are some nice things that you're never going to smell again, and that stinks. But by and large, you can get away with it, and there's a lot of bad things you'll never smell again. Now, I'll tell you, like, like I could go into a porta potty on Bourbon Street on Mardi Gras. And be good. All good. What about taste? My taste came back. Really? Taste came back. See, it's I, you know, like those two would go hand yeah, in hand. Yeah, they do, but it's weird. And and there were even some people said, oh, maybe your taste is... Um, uh, like memory? Is, yes, memory. Yeah. But yeah. no, like I could blind taste test things and know what, know what it is. Wow. So it's not a memory thing. Um, but yeah, I, but it's weird because like if I nose smell like whiskey, I can smell it. Like I can smell nuance of whiskey. Uh, wine, some food I can smell. Uh, not all food, but some food. What can you smell? I just told you. Yeah, like give me an example. Oh, um, I don't know. Just okay. I I don't know. Um, like if I walked into a bakery and you were cooking muffins, I wouldn't smell muffins or cinnamon rolls. I wouldn't smell that. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, man. Like, I'd have to have it and, and, and tell you if I could smell it. I don't know, but it's really weird. It's interesting. Why do we talk about that? Oh, you're smelling the candle. I smell the candle. All right, here we go. Uh, the Conference USA Championship game is at 6 o'clock tonight. It's New Mexico State, which went to the Plains and beat Auburn two weeks ago. They're on the road at Liberty yeah. in the CUSA Championship, Mr. The Riot. Do you me, want me to go first? No, I got it. Give me Liberty, man. All, All day. Right. I'm going Liberty as well on that game. Um, This is the one that everyone here is going to be keeping an eye on. It's Oregon and Washington. Um... Oregon is a nine, nine and a half, ten, depending on where you shop. We've seen the line vacillate a little bit. Oregon's a, a significant favorite in this ballgame. They played earlier this year. Washington beat Oregon in Seattle. Since then, 
that was Washington's best game they've yeah. played all year. They've played poorly since. Oregon's continued to get better. That's why the line is what it is, and it's a neutral site against uh, or in Las Vegas there at Allegiant Stadium. You want me to go first? Or uh, do you want to go? It doesn't matter. You can whatever. Um, okay. I re- I regret picking Oregon, but I just don't have any confidence that Washington win this game because. Washington's defense has been so bad. Washington needed to convert a fourth down last week against Washington State to win that game. They were on the ropes by Stanford and Arizona State. They're just not playing good football. Now, they got Michael Penix. They got a great offense and a really good three-headed monster receiver. So if they get into a score fest, could Washington slip up and miss it and win a game like that? Yeah, they could. Uh, I just don't know that that's going to happen. I think Oregon is, is playing really solid. Um, Phil Steele was with us earlier uh, in the show and said Oregon is his number one team in the country on average game grade. So I, I like Oregon to win the game. Hate mm. to say it, but I like Oregon. I, I want Oregon. I think Oregon's going to win too. I don't want them to win. So I'm going to pick Washington because it really doesn't matter because I'm losing the pick them thing anyway. Yeah. I think they're going to win, but I, I'm, I'm going to pick Washington. Um. All right. We'll go to Saturday. Big 12. Oklahoma State against Texas. That's at Allegiant or at uh, in Arlington, Texas, at AT and T Stadium. Um, Texas is going to yeah. win. That. Texas is a big favorite there. It's interesting because Texas actually has a really legitimate shot among the probably the most legitimate shot among the one loss teams. I think to get into the playoff. Like if you have upsets, that's the one loss team that's going to get in. Because if you're looking at one loss Oregon, one loss Texas, one loss Alabama. Um, potentially one loss uh, Washington if Oregon beats Washington. I mean, Texas has the head-to-head against Alabama. Yeah, do you think they get in over Bama if Bama beats Georgia? I do. Really? Phil disagreed with me earlier, but but Texas is ranked ahead of Alabama, and they have a head-to-head win in Tuscaloosa. How how can you... If, if it comes to a decision between those two schools, how can you possibly ignore the result on the field? They played a game... In Tuscaloosa, Texas won it. Yeah. You can't ignore that. All right, look, you I'm, can't. Mm-hmm. Now, Oregon may beat Washington. Florida State may lose. It may open up a couple of spots. Mm-hmm. So maybe Oregon gets in and then, you know, te- we'll see. But if, if Michigan wins and uh, remains undefeated, they'll obviously be in. If Georgia wins, remains undefeated, they're obviously in. But it, it's really interesting if Bama wins. And if Washington loses and Florida State or uh, Florida State loses, that's when it gets really interesting what they're going to do with all the one-loss teams. Um, I just don't know that I see a path for Bama. I, I, maybe that's naive, but how like how can you ignore the result on the field that happened in Tuscaloosa earlier yeah. this year? Um, all right, Bama, Georgia. Who do you like? I think um, I think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Georgia has never beaten Alabama in the SEC championship game. Nick Saban is an underdog, um, has been really tough to deal with. I'm going to go against you. I've picked Georgia all week. I think I'm at the point where I'm going to pick Alabama. Georgia's prime to lose their, uh, Mm. to have their win streak end. Um, I think you get two good defensive teams. I've seen Georgia struggle. Both teams struggled on the road against, uh, against Auburn and Jordan Hare. Um, Something about Nick Saban in this game, man. Bama. Uh, going Bama. I'm, I'm going to go Bama to beat Georgia and win the SEC. And I think that's a chaos scenario for the committee. Because then what do you do in that scenario? Uh, SMU Tulane, the game is at Yulman Stadium down in New Orleans. Give me the Greenies. I'll go. Um, 
I'm going to go Tulane as well. I think home field serves them well in this game. Two more, Michigan and Iowa. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan's a big 22-point favorite. I'll take Michigan as well. This is the most interesting one. The line's all the way down to one and a half now. Florida State against Louisville. No Jordan Travis. And then Tate Rodemaker is backup. He's not out, but there are reports that he's in the concussion protocol and is it is questionable whether he'll play. So Florida State could be down to the number three quarterback in the game tomorrow. Louisville, all day. Would you go with Louisville if Jordan Travis were playing? No. Even after Louisville lost to Kentucky last week? Louisville. Yep. Oh, man, that Florida State defense is really good. They are, but they're going to be playing their third-string quarterback. Who's gonna, how are they going to score? Really good running game. And the like, other guy really wasn't. Really good receivers. The Tate guy wasn't very good either. They were also playing on the road night game at the Swamp against a team trying to get to bowl eligibility and save any shred of dignity for its season. Give me Louisville. Florida State. Oh. You know what? What does it matter? You won anyway. <laughs> I already trounced you this year, you chump. Ah! Got him! All the times you've accused me of cheating. Thank you all. All the times you've accused me of cheating and uh, fixing this thing. Yeah, you didn't cheat Went straight up and I whipped you. Uh, early it was questionable as far as the. I'm sorry. Do we play a full season or do, stuff? I'm, I'm sorry. What? Some of the like cheating stuff uh, early. Excuse me. Early in the year. Oh really? I mean late. Yeah, you you know, but you excuse had the me? lead at that point. Um. So, but it's fine. I beg your pardon. Yeah. No. Please was, tell me. Pray tell. Well, I mean, I just didn't get the games early on, and and you know, I had to pick. You know. Uh, you know, before you. So, I mean, just some of What's that stuff. What's the matter stuff. who picks when they pick? I, I have well, my picks. I have the games. They're circled. I have my picks already done. I mean, it's just. You don't influence my pick. Nah, my pick is my pick. Maybe. Sounds like a sore loser is what nah, this sounds like. Maybe, you know. Mm. We're brought to you by Relief Windows and ReliefWindows.com. You know what I'm going to do? What's I'm going to put up double-pane soundproof windows from Relief Windows to block you out. So I don't have to hear any of your noise block anymore. block out the noise. That's what I'm going to do. Relief Windows. You want energy-efficient replacement windows? You want noise-canceling windows? You want to make your home more energy efficient, more sound efficient? You could do it. Beautify the exterior of your home. Not only does Relief Windows do windows, but they do doors, siding, and shutters. Oh, I need shutters. Do you really need shutters? I do. You should call Relief Windows. Because the same company that, of course, custom makes your windows will custom make your shutters as well. It's Relief Windows. They measure twice. They install once. And remember, they never take a dollar from you. Never take a dollar from you until they're done with the work and you're thrilled. You won't find a more ethical company that does better work than Relief Windows. It's why for a decade I've been proud to endorse Brandon Holly and Relief Windows and stand behind them and and recommend to everyone here and in my personal life. If you need windows, doors, or siding, you call Relief Windows. Relief Windows and ReliefWindows.com. Okay, it's after further review. Football Friday edition. Glad you're here. Championship uh, weekend gets kicked off in about 44 minutes from right now with um, – the first conference championship game, it's New Mexico State against Liberty. And then tonight, it's Oregon and Washington in the Pac-12 championship, one that everyone here will be watching with keen interest because of the Heisman. We'll talk about that next and what's happening with the Heisman odds. Stay here. It's AFR. AFR. AFR is brought to you by Rouse's, the official supermarket of the New Orleans Saints. Saints and Lions this weekend. Going to be watching, heading down to NOLA. You need anything for your tailgate, your game watch party at the house, you can always get it at Rouse's. Encourage you to download the Rouse's app. If you download the Rouse's app, you can uh, select your items online on the app. And um, really easy. Your personal shopper will go pick them out for you. You pull up into one of the designated spots, and they'll bring it out to your car. Also, if you spend 35 bucks, which, of course, you're going to spend 35 bucks on groceries, 
Um, it's a free service when you spend 35 bucks. So download the Rouse's app and um, make sure that you use the curbside pickup option and your personal shop will take care of all of it. Or if you want to go in, I love going into Rouse's. Walking around, seeing the flowers, yeah. the bakery. Good feel. It's a great feel. It's beautiful stores, great people, friendly people. And, man, they love to source local. Local, local, local. For 100 years, it's Rouse's. The official supermarket of the New Orleans Saints, Rouse's.com. Rouse's.com. Rouse's. This feels like home. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. All right, tonight, Oregon-Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. This is the one that everybody's going to be keeping an eye on here. Of course, everybody's cheering very much against Oregon because we all want to see Washington win the game. More importantly, we want to see Oregon lose the game and Bo Nick struggle because if that happens, all accounts are that uh, Jay Daniels will win the Heisman Trophy. As I look up the current odds as they are right now, I'm pulling up the DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. That was uh, basketball, not football. My apologies. Uh, currently at DraftKings Sportsbook, the Heisman odds are Bonix minus 190, Jaden Daniels at plus 150. So you have more money, public money coming in on uh, on Bo Nix, which is sending the odds the other way. Because, of course, what the odds makers want is they'll keep pushing the odds until money comes in the other side. They want to get e- equal action on both sides. So that's why the odds continue to go. I don't know that that's necessarily a reflection on what voters are thinking, but it's more of a... Uh, of a reflection on the thought from the, the general public that, well, Bo Nix has another game. Jaden Daniels doesn't. Most are assuming Bo Nix is going to win and play well. And if this is the last thing voters get to see, then they're going to vote for, mm-hmm. for Bo Nix. And, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, obviously, over the past two weeks, really since the Florida game when Jaden had that record-setting performance and catapulted himself back into the race after the, the loss to Alabama. But... It kind of feels like it's, um, I don't know, man. Maybe I, I kind of feel like I'm just holding out hope that the public is going to be wrong and that the voters identify what Jaden Daniels has done and they vote for him. Um, but it, it, the more it goes, the more it feels like that's just a, um, just kind of like my, you know, thinking with my heart, not my head, that sentiment. When... Was it Lamar Jackson, Tebow, and which other one? Uh, RG three. RG three. When when with with multiple losses and those guys won it. Yeah. When they won it, were they were they the clear? Because I don't remember. Were they the clear cut? Like they're winning the Heisman. So that's that's always the sort of interesting thing is how the vote, the voting goes, right? Mm. Because if you have a year, so for example, in 2019 when Joe Burrow won the Heisman, Justin Fields had an incredible season. Um, Jalen Hurts. Threw for 3,000 yards, ran for 1,000 yards, like what, J- what Jaden's done this year. Mm. But Burrow was just so clearly and obviously the best choice, right? So in years where there's just a very obvious choice, it doesn't matter what anybody else does. The weird thing is that this is a year where it feels like Jaden should be the obvious choice. It's just that the three losses are being held against him. Now, the year with Lamar, Deshaun Watson finished second, and Baker Mayfield was third. Mm-hmm. So Watson and Clemson won the national championship in 2016. And 
he still – now, they, they obviously had made the playoff at that point. They hadn't won it yet at that point. But Lamar you know, threw for 3,500 yards and ran for, for 1,600 yards. You know, and so Jaden hasn't run for 1,600, but he's run for 1,000. Mm-hmm. So that's, that is, I think, a, a good comp because you had another player that was very much in the mix but, um, but fell short. In 2011, with RG3, Andrew Luck finished runner-up. Okay. So Luck, and at 2011, there, there was just the BCS. There was no college football playoff. So you didn't have um, luck. wasn't trying to get Stanford into the into the playoff, and then Trent Richardson from Alabama finished third. But RG three had this year where he threw for four thousand yards and ran for seven hundred yards, six seven hundred yards, whatever it was, and you know accounted for forty touchdowns and won the Heisman. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't like the that was the year LSU and Bama played for the national championship. Well, neither quarterback was going to be right. in the mix, right? So, and then if you go back to two thousand and seven when Tebow won it, the runner up that year was Darren McFadden from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And Arkansas was a was a seven and five football team that year. So, you know, it's it's tricky because Bo Nix has had a good season and his team is in the mix for the playoff, which is why this is really close. Like if I would I would I would say it like this. If LSU had one fewer loss, like if LSU had beaten Ole Miss and they led by nine in the fourth quarter. If LSU had beaten Ole Miss and were 10-2 and two and were in the top 10 and were going to be in the New Year Six, right. this, this would be over already. It would be, it would be over. Because Jaden has such a, such a lead statistically mm-hmm. that you couldn't ignore all the superlatives. But because they have three losses and he was sort of forgotten, it had to be a mad dash in November with the games against Florida and Georgia State and then A&M to get him back into the mix where Knicks and Penix have kind of been jockeying the whole time and Knicks is playing this weekend and Jaden isn't. So, you know, I, I don't know. I've been asked if, do I think that West, the West coast with it being Knicks and Penix, could that hurt Jaden? I'm sorry. Could that help Jaden? Yeah. That they split, split the, the vote. votes. Mm-hmm. I, I think the opposite because the way the Heisman voting goes is you have a first, a second, your ballot has a, a first, a second and a third place. So you get three points for a first-place vote, two points for a second-place vote, and one point for a third-place vote. I think the West Coast voters may put Knicks, Penix, one, two, and put Jaden third. I think the rest of the country, even if they vote Jaden first, will put Knicks second. So what I've said is I've encouraged everybody I know to have a vote. Just don't don't put Knicks on your ballot. Just take them off the ballot. (laughs) Does the... Does the fact that there has been this mad dash in November does that does that help him? You know, it's almost like who's hot late. You know, you you've, you everybody's talking. You're seeing him put up these big monster numbers. Where Knicks and and Penix have just kind of been, you know, steady Eddie the whole year. No, I don't. Th- I mean, I think what you do for here's the real problem. Has anybody from Oregon ever won the Heisman? Marcus Mariota. Mariota. And for in fourteen, like here's the real problem. And this isn't like a this isn't like a sour grapes take or anything like that. I, this is legitimate. Most people that vote don't watch all of these teams all year. You don't. Yeah. You watch highlights. You see clips. You read things on Twitter. It's and it's why the Heisman Trust divvies up the vote regionally. You have the the South 
the East, the Midwest, and, and the West. Mm-hmm. And they divvy up the votes evenly among the four regions because they're they're anticipating bias. My point is and has been, well, let's do the best we can to eliminate that bias. And I think people that cover the sport nationally should have a vote, not beat writers. Yeah. Because if you're, I mean, and I'm not just saying something from Oregon, like, let's say you're a beat writer that covers LSU and you have a Heisman vote. Your Saturday is spent at Tiger Stadium. From 3 o'clock when you get there all the way through 1 o'clock in the morning when you finish, you know, filing mm-hmm. your stories, you focused on one game. You might be able to ancillary, kind of keep an eye on what's happening at the rest right. of the country. But you're not locked in on all these game teams. And people, let's be real, people aren't going back and watching no. all these football games. So it's so so what happens is you end up having a herd mentality, right? People just you follow the herd. And a lot of times, like in political elections, people want to vote for the winner. So oh, yeah. people will like, and I don't care if you're red or blue, but just think like there may be maybe a candidate you love, but you know that candidate is not going to win. So you don't vote for him. You vote for the person that's got a chance to win that represents your party. Mm-hmm. It's something. It's similar here. Like, I think people are going to vote for who who they want to win. And unfortunately, I think Bo Nix is going to have a big game tonight and um and probably win the Heisman. It's a bummer. Um, but we'll watch tonight. I'll grab this voodoo doll that I've named. Oh, Bo Nix. we're going to get him. Sticking with some safety pins. Do you have a safety pin? Nope. You mean you're not keeping a safety pin and that awful mustache? That- what? This thing's gorgeous. You don't have one hidden up there? Look at it. What a trash dash. What are you doing with that thing? Look at that. I've ignored it for an hour and a half. Randy Terrio's proud right now. No, he's not. Oh, yeah. He's in. Look at my boy. Randy Terrio's not look proud that, of that mustache. That beautiful mustache on his face. Why did you decide to wear a mustache? Mm-hmm. I shaved, so I had the whole thing kind of going last night, and then I just I cleaned it up and just, just to see what that looked like today. I, so I've had it all day today. Uh, no really real sideways looks. I would think Tilly would, would make fun of me, but he didn't really say a whole lot. I mean, I was an, anticipating having to defend myself. But I did try to give myself another nickname today, and he didn't like that. You've ditched Cricket? Um, You mean Cricket didn't catch on? No, it kind of caught on. No, it didn't catch on. Dude, I heard one the other day that I really liked, and I wish people would have started calling me this. Pee-wee. What if my nephews and nieces called me Uncle Pee-wee? I think that's so funny. Like Pee-wee Herman? No, just Pee-wee. Not Pee-wee Herman. I I don't understand why you feel the need to have a nickname. Papa Pee-wee? Like you've got a nickname, the Riot. No, that's that's what people call you. My last name. But that's what people called you in baseball. No. We have the whole the Riot Radio Hours. You don't like Pee-wee? It's your name. No. Pee-wee's Radio Hour. I will never call you Pee-wee ever. (laughs) There is no chance of me ever calling you Pee-wee. Ah. We really cobble, cobble likes it. Cobble likes it. He said it's glorious. The mustache. The yeah, the mustache. No, here, okay. Do I you like real, the nickname no, Cobble? No. Pee-wee? The prop. There is all right. Any person wearing a mustache mm-hmm. in 2023, you're an attention seeker. Oh, that's hey, Paul Skeens. No. Paul Skeens, I love you. Love you, Paul Skeens. That's wrong, dude. The mustache is an awful look. What are you doing? I get it. He's a millionaire. He's dating Libby Dunn. Good for him. He can throw 102 miles an hour. See, I He's think it looks awesome. good on him. It's stupid. No. Stupid. I think it looks good on him, man. Travis Kelsey. I get it. You're Travis Kelsey. You're a millionaire. You're dating Taylor Swift. Maybe the joke's on me. It sounds that Maybe way. Maybe the joke's Libby on Dunn, me. Libby Dunn, Taylor Swift. I mean, 
You know, you're Burt Reynolds. What's wrong with Burt Reynolds? He's badass. Nothing. But Burt Reynolds was wearing a mustache when it was appropriate to wear a mustache. And so if he you started, started wearing it. a mustache. He might have started If you it. started wearing a mustache in 72 when it was cool to wear a mustache in 72 and you just never shaved it, God bless you. I got nothing against you. But in the year of our Lord, 2023, when you're a young person wearing a mustache, it's stupid. Is Travis Kelsey cool? I, I, I know, is he cool? I know I'm pissing people off. Is Travis Kelsey You can cool? be cool and is, do something is, dumb. Is Paul Skeens cool? I don't know. I don't know Paul Skeens. Is Dylan Cruz cool? Yes. They, they I, all I wear assume. mustaches. Yes. Mustaches and are we're, cool. And wearing the mustache is stupid. I you can be cool and do something dumb. You know, the thing is, you could when have a this, beautiful mustache. When did, That's I, the problem. Oh, I could. You could have oh. a great, I mean, thick. I could have... I could have Steve Harvey's mustache I'm by tomorrow jealous. at 6 o'clock. I'm, I'm jealous of that. If I could grow what you have on your face right now, if I could grow that, I would have it. I can't. This is what I got. Where's the mustache? I got, it's what I got. It's what the good like, Lord I gave me. When I people wear it, God bless it. Our guy in sales, Will, wears a mustache. Young guy. I'm like, Will, what are you doing? I, every time I look at him, I'm like, what? Gives young, him edge. He likes the way he feels. Young guy, nice guy, married. You've got, you've got a young kid. I, like, like, I look at him like, Will, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what? It looks good on him, probably. It's hard for me to look him in the face. I like mustaches. Why? I don't know. I'm into them. Well, it's not like a th- well, it's not like a thing. Like I don't seek them out, but I'm not. I'm not mad at the mustaches. I mean, I guess because look, Jonna my- hates this. She absolutely hates this. She I said be- it's disgusting. I'm not kissing you. Like whole thing. Good. She hates it. I guess because for the majority of my life, wearing a mustache has not been cool. Nobody wears a mustache. Like, is it just that it's come back in vogue? And you say history repeats itself, man. I guess. Maybe that's the case. That looks stupid. You better shave it. <laughs> it's after further review. Stay here. We'll continue. AFR. Right about Hudco Roofing, where one of the owners of Hudco Roofing wears a mustache. And thankfully, the other owner, Richard Tilly, is a clean-cut, uh, upstanding gentleman who will help take care of anything you got, commercial or residential. Hey, all the rain today. I actually just got a text on the show. Um, on the show text line, asking for the HUDCO number. Baton Rouge, 364-1007, 364-1007. As a matter of fact, that rings forward to Terrio's phone. So if you call 225, right now, if you call 225-364-1007, Terrio's phone will ring. Do it right now. Seriously, stop texting. 225-364-1007, 364-1007. Terrio's phone will ring before we finish this if you call that number. Or just go to HUDCOroofing.com. With all the rain, um, with all the rain that's come through, there it is. Answer it. Hudco Roofing, this is Ryan. Answer it. Hudco Roofing, this is Ryan. How there can I help is. you? I just want to make sure you have Yep, there it is. Answer the phone. Yep, Hudco yeah. Roofing, HudcoRoofing.com. Thanks for calling. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. Look, I, I, mean, I thought we had some good work. Um, so now we've got to go out on Sunday and, and, and execute. So that, that's really all it's about now. Dennis Allen, as the Saints get ready to take on the Detroit Lions back in the Dome on Sunday see if the Saints can get right uh, after back-to-back losses they are tied right now with Atlanta atop the division but Atlanta of course has the tiebreaker let's very quickly run through the injury report for Saints Lions Um, there are four Saints players that have been ruled out 
Uh, and this is not good news for New Orleans. Uh, Marcus May is out. Pete Werner is out. So two of your defensive starters will not play this weekend. Uh, offensively, Kendra Miller and Rashid Shahid have been ruled out. Now, uh, four other players are questionable. Cam Jordan, Blake Ruby, Eric McCoy, Chris Olave. So not only are you without two defensive starters in May and Werner, but Shahid, of course, is out. Michael Thomas is out. And Chris Olave is questionable in the concussion protocol, although he was a full participant on Friday. Eric McCoy um, is also questionable, so you could be down at offensive lineman. And Blake Groupie is questionable, so you could be uh, relying on a backup kicker as well. So for a team that is five and six, that the best win you have all year is the win on the road in Indianapolis against a six and five Colts team. To be coming home against the Detroit team that is uh, got to be looking for a get right mm-hmm. after losing on Thanksgiving at home against Green Bay. Um, um, I, I, I hate the spot. I hate the spot for the Saints against the, with the Lions coming in. Um, as for the, the Lions uh, injury report, the one player ruled out is Hendon Hooker who hasn't played all year. Uh, Alex Anzalone is listed as doubtful. Jonah Jackson, their offensive guard, is questionable, but they may be getting him back as well. Everybody else was full. So the Lions are a healthier team. They had the long week after Thanksgiving um, to get to get healthier, to get ready for this game. Yes, they have to travel, but the Saints were on the road. Now they come home. Yes, the Lions were at home. Now they're on the road, but they have the long week to get ready. I don't know that there's a single advantage in this game that I would give New Orleans. Uh, Detroit's defense is top 10 in the NFL. Excuse me, Detroit's offense, forgive me. Detroit's offense is top 10 in every major statistical category in the NFL. The Saints' defense has been slipping of late. On the flip side, Detroit's defense isn't very good, but the Saints' offense isn't very good either. So that's a bad-on-bad matchup, and we've seen Derek Carr and his inefficiency in the red zone. Now, Dennis Allen was also asked if the criticism toward Derek Carr this week has been warranted. Obviously, when you're not winning like you want to win, um, you know, there's certainly the head coach, the quarterback, the coordinators, those, that, that's where the, the brunt of the, uh, you know, the criticism goes. And look, rightfully so, because that's really where the, uh, you know, those are the, the, the key uh, cogs in the, in, the, in the operation. And so um, I think we all understand that that kind of comes with the territory a little bit. Um, you know, and, and Derek's just going to put his head down and go to work. Uh, but it's a it's a team game, you know, and there's three phases that go along with it. There's 11 players out there on the field on every play, um, and, and everybody's got to be able to execute to have success. Yeah, with a, with a bad offensive line, uh, a, an inefficient quarterback, you're down Michael Thomas, you're down Rashid Shahid, you could be down Chris Olave uh, as well. A Saints team whose best win was against the Colts at six and five. Your other wins were against the two and nine Patriots, the four and seven Titans, the four and eight Bears, and the one and ten Panthers. Like you've you've had some wins against some of the worst teams in the NFL. When you've gone up against teams with a pulse, you lose. Uh, and you've even got some ugly losses as well. The loss at Green Bay to, in week uh, in week two or week three was an awful loss. Um, a game you should have won. I, I don't know how you pick New Orleans in this game. I mean, the, the Lions are four-and-a-half-point road favorite, and quite honestly, I'm surprised the line's that short. It probably should be more. Um, yeah, I, 
I'm going to take the Lions in this game, and I think that's probably the easiest pick of the year because the Lions are the best team that you will have faced. I think that's the best team on your schedule. You're playing poorly. They're trying to win a division, trying to push for playoff seating. They're eight and three. They're four and one away from home this year. I, I don't. I, I don't even know how to start to formulate the case for the Saints in this ball game. Absolutely, and everybody's hurt. They're not going to win. Saints Lions noon Sunday on Fox. Uh, I I would love to to paint you a sunshine and roses scenario where the Saints could could maybe exploit a matchup and win this game, but there's there's nothing I see that tells me the Saints would have a chance to win this game. Aside from the fact that it's the NFL and there's the any given Sunday rule, which is true. I mean, they're all pros and everybody gets paid. You could always put together a, a, a great game and have a, a great plan and go and go win. I mean, Dallas was a big favorite last night and Seattle, which has really struggled, had a, a great offensive night. And, uh, you know, but for a defensive collapse in the second half, you would have gone on the road and won. But I mean, that that's your hope is just to say, it's the NFL, and, and anybody can win on a given Sunday in the NFL. But, boy, even the Saints' home field hasn't been what it is. The Saints are just 2-2 two and two at home this year. It, you know, And one of those wins, of course, was against a terrible Chicago Bears team where the Bears turned it over five times, and you had to hold on late to win that game against a rookie quarterback from Division Two, a Division Two school making his third-ever start. I there's just nothing. There's nothing here to instill confidence in the Saints to win this game, and and I'll, I'm going to pick Detroit like I think everybody else will. All right, it's after further review. We're brought to you by the Williamson Eye Center. 924-2020, 924-2020, williamsoneye.com. That's williamsonee.com. If you want to see 2020, call 924-2020. As a matter of fact, I got a text on the show text line just a bit ago from um, from Richard. Richard T. I won't use his last name. Not Richard Tilly, but actually close. There's only one vowel difference. But uh, anyway... He said, uh, went to the Williamson Eye Center, had LASIK, seeing 2020. Dr. Blake Williamson was awesome. Thanks so much. I love seeing that. Um, he uh, he sent me this a bit ago and said, got my right eye done on Monday, went from 2070 to 2020, and the other eye was done the, the following week. And so got it done over at the Williamson Eye Center. Call 924-2020. You want to see 2020 without contacts and glasses. They have a refractive procedure to help. Call 924-2020 or go to williamsoneye.com. That's williamsoneye.com. Well, I was doing the game that you were texting. So who's texting? What's going on? Mustache pictures? No, we're trying to figure out uh, if we should go to the Catholic game. Um, because of the weather. And then there's, is it rainy? There's like a, well, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be rainy. And then there's like this Christmas train thing out there. But Tilly's like a, he's a Grinch. He's out there, and and so I, I think we're gonna I'm gonna go. Didn't they? And they moved the game up to six thirty. It's six thirty now. So yeah. they moved it up because of the impending bad weather. Early start. Um, yeah. it's just gonna get really bad later. I mean, it's, gonna, it's the forecast shows rain all night. Yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna. But but you know, look, dude, I love my school. It's not cold. So, it's, so I mean, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm you gonna know, go. I love my school. Yeah, I'm not going to sit in the rain. I'm yeah. not. But it's right there. What are the things? I'm close. Yeah, you are now, but yeah. you live on the other side of town now. Like you live by me now. But I'm not going to go over there though. Yeah. I was just going to. I'm going home. I was just going to go and, you know. I'm trying to think what what are things. This is actually a good question. What is something that I would actually be willing to sit in the rain to watch? And I don't know the answer to that. You'd watch a Yankees uh, World Series game in the rain. I don't know that I would. Really? Hmm. You mean like at Yankee Stadium? Mm-hmm. 
Well, you know, I say that last summer when I turned 40, Eric and I made a trip to New York and we got tickets. Actually, we saw the Yankees play the Astros. Um, and it did rain for about a half inning and I didn't leave my seat. No. I sat right there. Like uh, I flew to New York, I got these tickets and we had we had, we were like 10 rows from the Yankees dugout. Would you like want- we splurged. Yeah. And they were not freebies by the way. We splurged and it was my 40th birthday like we're going. And I was like I ain't moving. I ain't missing a pitch of this game. Would you would you watch so maybe uh, you're right with that. Would you watch John Jones fight in the rain like outdoor? Like if it was like an outdoor venue, you know, and it started raining. Cuz you love UFC. I do, but I've seen John Jones' last three fights. I've seen him in Vegas you love twice, him. and I've seen him in uh, Houston. I think he's a degenerate, but he's, a, he's the best fighter in the history of the sport. Yeah, I don't love him personally. He makes awful life decisions, and he's actually robbed us as fans of his prime, of getting to watch his prime. But as a fighter, he's the greatest fighter in the history of the sport. Now, you like LSU baseball. I do. Like Matt, like 40, 40-year-old Matt. 41-year-old Matt is not. Like, 21-year-old Matt? I'm down for whatever. Yeah, you're watching. You're going to watch. Shoot, man. I went and watched Dave Matthews at the Woodlands and was out on the berm in a, in a torrential in a tornado. Sun, I, tr- I took my shirt off. Yeah. You know what I did? We went to a – and we drove home from Houston after the show. I went to a gas station and bought, like, a a, a, yeah. a T-shirt at a gas station. And, it, and I had a – I don't know why I had a blanket in the car. I took off my bottoms, wrapped myself in a blanket – Put on a T-shirt, I bought at a gas station, and drove home. Mm, like, twenty-one-year-old like Matty Mo was down for whatever. Forty-one-year-old Matt, way too bougie, bro. Mm. Well, I, I've got way too just comfortable mm. in my age now. You know what I mean? Like, I I will pay for convenience mm. now. Convenience matters. Convenience and comfort matters to me in life now. I'm trying to think what I would do in the rain. Think about it. Mm. We'll come back. Wrap up the show, little ask Ryan, get your questions in. Or tell us what you would sit in the rain to watch. It's AFR. AFR. AFR is brought to you by the Watermark Hotel and the Renaissance Hotel. Real quick, uh, Watermark downtown. Yep. I want to remind you, yep. Watermark has weekend brunch, Saturday and Sunday brunch at the Gregory. So a lot of people think, well, I'm going to go downtown. It's hard to park. If you're going to the Gregory, it's complimentary valet. If you've not experienced the Gregory yet, you got to do it. The Watermark is so beautiful. It's it's literally the best hotel property in Baton Rouge. You got to check it out. Go eat brunch this weekend at the Gregory. You'll love it. Thank me later. The Renaissance Hotel as well. I love that the Renaissance has so many great events going on right now. They're having this these evenings at the Renaissance uh, series they have going on. They have like kids culinary class, uh, classes coming up. Um, they have a, a craft uh, event coming up as well. They have taste great tasting events. There's a Sugarfield Spirits uh, craft tasting event coming up on December the 7th. It's next week from 6 to 8.30 at the Renaissance. Check it out. Evenings at the Renaissance Hotel. It's the Renaissance Hotel in Baton Rouge. After further review with Matt Moscona, presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. All right, down the stretch, we come final segment here on a Friday edition of AFR presented by Don Juan Cigar Bar. All right, let's get to Ask Ryan to wrap up the show. You can get your questions in. You can email us. You can tweet us, text us, 225-396-4400, 396 4400 396 Tony Sicaro via email said, Matt, when and how did you and Matt become friends? From Tony Sicaro. Um, well, 
I came on uh, the show, I think it was 2010, mm-hmm. and uh, that was the first time I was in Chicago, and then we've been pretty consistent ever since then. So 2010, but I before that, I'm friends with, with Erica, Matt's wife, since uh, middle school. When did you, I don't know if you were still with the Cubs the first time you came on. I was. Because that was when you got traded. I, no, it was the same year, but I, I remember where I was when I came on. I was in a Dwayne Reed parking lot. In Chicago, we had an off day. Why do you remember that? I just remember it was cold and like rainy, and I pulled over to do the interview in that parking lot. I thought it was like in July. It was rainy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, you remember way more about that. I remember, I remember I asked you about the Ryan Terry bobblehead uh-huh. uh, day. I do remember asking about that. And I don't remember anything. I, I remember know. that. And now you know the rest of the story. Uh, Eric Gotro, ask Ryan, what's your favorite bat brand? Marucci, of course. Greg Lehman asked Ryan, man, we need, really needed this rain. Am I right? We sure did. We got a lot of them. That's man. a good one. That's a good one, Greg. Uh, Jeff Brown, Matt, is CHS game available live on YouTube? No, they stream now on Varsity Sports Now, I think is what it's called, VSN. They stream the games. Yeah, shout out, Dixon. Uh, Brian Chandler asked Ryan, who has a better shot of getting a hit off of Skeens? You or Houston? Uh, me, for let's, sure. Let's, 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 yeah, let's, come on, bro. I mean, let's be real. I, I love, I love my son. I love you. Yeah, but I mean, Papa, Papa can swing the bat a little still bit. Still swing now. the bat. Oh, Papa Pee Wee can swing it. Yeah. Pee Wee. Papa Pee Wee. AFR. Papa Pee Wee. We're brought to you by Michelle Weighing and Measurement. Michelle.com. I was trying to think of a Pee Wee reference to tie into Michelle and nothing came to mind. Mm-hmm. I was just focusing on you calling yourself Pawpaw Pee Wee. Michelle weighing and measurement. Michelle.com. Michelle.com. You know what Michelle could, could do? I bet they could calibrate the radar gun mm-hmm. to uh, to measure a Paul Skeen's fastball. How about that? I bet you they could. I bet you they could do that. You know what else they could do? They could probably measure the – no, I don't think it measure like the exit velocity. They probably could measure exit velocity of baseball and all that sort of stuff. They could measure the weight on the aggregate that T3 brings in. Yes. Oh, no, that is good. Yeah. They could do that for sure. Yeah. It's Michelle weighing and measurement. You weigh or measure something, they sell, service, rent the products that you use to weigh and measure. C to Shining C. Learn more online at Michelle.com for more than 75 years. Michelle weighing and measurement. Michelle.com. Michelle.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.